Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hey friends, welcome back to WISE. I wanted to give a thank you to everybody who has been listening to the podcast lately and everybody who has been reaching out to me. I think that, you know, I think when we hear somebody whose podcast we listen to or something, I think when we hear them say like, reach out to me, we think like, oh, they probably don't want to hear from me. They probably get a ton of messages already. And that isn't necessarily true that we don't or I don't want to hear from you all. So if you haven't ever reached out to me or said, hey, please reach out to me on Instagram. So many of you have been reaching out and saying that you've loved the episodes, that you particularly liked episode 115 about what your results are going to take. So I just wanted to say that I appreciate you. I see you. I do not take it lightly that during this pandemic that you are devoting time to listen to me and my voice and what I have to say. I only hope to inspire you, motivate you, make you think a little bit, and to know that you are so powerful and you have so much strength inside of you and to give you the tools to do that. Because sometimes I think in this world of sensitive people, it's like, just think beautiful thoughts and be kind. And that's great. And that is uh, true. But like, how do we actually get there? How do we actually make that happen? So I just wanted to spend a moment in gratitude for you for saying hi, for telling me no, for telling me no, for letting me know, <laughs> letting me know that uh, you have been impacted in some way, that you connect with me. I don't take, like I said, I don't take any of it lightly and I appreciate you. And again, reach out to me. My DMs are always open. I would love to talk and say hello. So today we're talking about imposter syndrome. Huge subject. Does it matter if you have a business, if you don't have a business, if you are just a person in this world, especially if you are a sensitive person, it's likely that you have gone through imposter syndrome. I have gone through imposter syndrome and I still continue to go through it. So I just want to normalize your feelings around it. I think that sometimes we think, oh, I'm the only one that has these feelings and I'm the only one that experiences this. Everybody I know, even the most successful people I know, mentors, uh, coaches that I've had, people that I admire, still go through this. So it's like that saying, the bigger the levels, the bigger the devils, we're always going to deal with this at some point. So I just really wanted to start off by normalizing those feelings, letting you know that you are not alone if you feel them, even though our brain makes us think that we are like, you are literally the only person that thinks that everybody else has their shit together <laughs> it is not true. 
So I just want you to know that from the get-go that I experience it for sure, you know, definitely on probably a weekly basis. Uh, When I first started doing what I do many, many years ago, it was extremely profound and it weighed heavily on me. Like I liken it to the feeling of being at the dentist and having the x-ray vest put on you when you're getting the x-rays done. That feels like depression to me too. And it also feels like those feelings of fear and just like, oh, something's just like pressing on you, holding you back. And it can be really uncomfortable. And that feeling can hold you back forever. So with this episode, I want to give you first some signs of imposter syndrome. Like what is it actually? Why do we feel it? Uh, What are some signs of feeling it? And then also I'm going to give you eight tools that you can go through when you feel it to move through it. So before we get into that, so last week I talked about my dieting history. I also talked about the fact that I had some spots open for intuitive macro one-on-one coaching. Two of the spots have already been taken, so I'm going to open up two more. So if you are interested in doing one-on-one nutrition coaching with me, please reach out to me on Instagram or go to the link in the show notes where you can schedule a call with me. Find a way to get in touch with me. We will talk. I want to get you in here. I want to help you with your fat loss goals. If you just want to feel better, if you want to eventually be able to intuitively eat, Again, my goal with fat loss is always just like, how can I help you get back to feeling like yourself in a healthy, responsible way, in a way that's not going to make you feel crazy, a way that is 100% tailored to you and your needs with tracking at the beginning. And then we go into eventually intuitively eating. I really think intuitive eating, I read this somewhere the other day, I can't remember where, and I told this to my intuitive macro coaching group, which is also something that I do. I probably won't run another group of that until October. But somebody I read on Instagram the other day, somebody saying that intuitive eating should be called retired macro tracking. And that is so true. We need to educate ourselves. It's important to know portions and things like that. But talked about that in last week's episode. Just wanted to let you know that I have two spots open for coaching right now. So again, please reach out to me if you are interested in those. And if not, just please follow me on Instagram too, because I think I talked about a couple weeks ago how I randomly had like 2,000 of my followers just like go away, got deleted on Instagram. So if you are not following me or if you got deleted too, please come back. I'm going to be sharing a lot more about macronutrient tracking how it helps me cooking, all of this stuff. And in August, which we are in August, I'm going to start um, rolling out some business content too. So we're going to get back into the swing of uh, business for introverts. I am going to open up my six-month Introverts That Convert business mentorship. I'm going to open it again at the end of September. So be on the lookout for that. I have, I'm not sure how many women I am going to uh, allow into that group. I do like to keep it small, but it's a great, amazing group. We get a lot done. Women are getting incredible results. Some are having 10K months. Some are having incredible first launches just because we're doing business in the right way. So if you're an introvert and you want to have an online business, 
find a way to at least look at the content uh, that I'm going to be putting out. And if you're interested in the in the Introverts That Convert six-month business mentorship, which is for online health and wellness professionals, again, it's going to be open at the end of September. So just stay tuned for all of those things. I am really stepping up the degree to which I communicate with you, the degree to which I teach you. I have been pretty consistent for many years, but you're going to see now that it's going to be ramped up to a whole new level because I want to serve you in a way that uh, you deserve to be served and that you deserve to be taught and educated because I have so much to share with you. And to be frank, like I have been going through a lot of stress for these past several months, um, the pandemic, some stuff in my personal life. And I'm finally getting out of it now. I'm finally seeing the other side and I have full energy now to devote. And through that hard shit that I went through, I really feel like I transformed (laughs) and I really feel like I am closer to being my authentic self and which I always have been, but I feel like it's just like at the next level. And I sort of had to, I think I was telling my friend this the other day, that sometimes we have to sort of go through a washing machine and we get, you know, put in the washing machine. We're just like in there, like turning around. It's kind of painful. It's annoying. And then we get popped out and we're like, okay, I went through some shit, but like now I'm better. Now I got refined into this new person that I need to be. So we never stop growing. We never stop getting better. And that is where I am right now. So I just wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping to let you know what is happening, what you can expect from me. And as always, if there's any question that you have, if there's anything that you want to learn about nutrition, about macros, about fat loss, about online business, about cooking, mindset, which are like you guys know, or you all know, that that is what I talk about. And always with the goal of you being your best human self, those things are just vehicles to help you grow and to also have a community around all of this stuff. So that's a little update with what's happening with the business. Let's go right into the imposter syndrome stuff. So like I was saying, Imposter syndrome shows up with relationships, it can show up with work, success, and it ties closely to self-sabotage. It's almost like a self-fulfilling, self-fulfilling prophecy. I think a certain thing that I will fail, that I am not good enough, which by the way, the two human, I'm not sure if I've talked about this before in the podcast, the two human fears, like deep-seated human fears are two things, fear of abandonment and fear of not being good enough or not being worthy. So that is just like you being a human and having these, having a brain and having the brain just think the way that it is supposed to. So I think the more we become aware of what the brain does, the less we're going to beat ourselves up for it. We make it all mean something. And I know this because I have gone through this my entire life. But it wasn't until I implemented the information I'm going to be talking about today that I'm able to work through it. I'm able to still show up. I'm able to still do things, especially as a sensitive person, empathic person, which like we know we operate differently in the world. 
But this ties, like I said, closely to self-sabotage. Like, I expect that this is going to happen. This is my reality. This is what's always happened before. I only have evidence that I always fuck things up, that I always sabotage my success, that I can never be consistent, that I um, never really give it my all. All of this, like, crap that we tell ourselves that is, again, that's what we have evidence for. But what if we want something new? What if we want a new experience? What if we want to actually show up for ourselves in a way that is going to be conducive to where we want to go? I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm saying that with the right tools and with the right mindset, you can do it. So again, so much of it is like, I think these things, so therefore this happens. So we start, we have to start thinking a different way. And again, this is normal. So if you feel this, to me, feeling imposter syndrome is like you care so much about either the results that you're going to give people or let's say you're in this relationship that you feel like you don't deserve, whatever it is, you care in some way that you might not be good enough to show up to this thing. And again, normal human need, normal human, I don't know what I just did with my mouth there. (laughs) I'm leaving it in. Um, It's a normal human tendency to think these things. So especially in business, like it just shows that you care about people's results. If somebody's going to be paying you for something like, oh my God, these people are giving me money to do this thing. And I really went through this when I first started coaching and being an entrepreneur. So people are actually going to give me money for giving them a service, for helping them transform in some way. It shows that you care. It shows that you are a human with feelings and that your brain is honestly just operating the way that it should. And also, how many people out there are making money, doing things that don't feel imposter syndrome and they're just kind of like being assholes like and they're kind of like I don't know you guys can or you all can picture these people who just like are like I'm the best and they're not even really that good I'm the best here I am I don't really care but like as long as I can make money everything is fine so think about that think about how many people are already out there doing what it is that you want to do whether they're good at it or not they're just showing up so they're just showing up And we see this a lot in the fitness industry. We see this in the dieting industry, uh, in the business coaching industry. Hello, people. I have been completely bamboozled by a business coach who was, in all honesty, just like the absolute worst. And I lost money with that business coach. And he was, I will say that he was a male, nothing against men, but he was absolutely atrocious as a business coach and he didn't have any imposter syndrome he just would like take people's money whether or not he knew that he could get them results so just look at that look at all the people who are um doubling down on women's insecurities in the dieting industry and the fitness industry by selling products that aren't sustainable, crash diets, things that don't work. Those people don't have imposter syndrome. They don't care. So for all of us who are out there, who can actually give people results, who are actually educated, who actually care, it is likely that you feel imposter syndrome. So it is totally normal. Some signs that we feel imposter syndrome. Oh shit, they're going to find me out. They're going to realize that I'm actually the worst, that that I actually don't deserve to be here. 
you find it hard to accept praise or compliments. So, so much of this, again, has to do with work, has to do with relationships, but it also has to do with owning yourself, feeling yourself, uh, being able to say, I am fucking amazing. I am beautiful. I am whatever it is that you want to be. I own myself and my strengths and I'm going to speak it out loud. But we think that there's this like, we think that there's this like conceitedness or obnoxiousness that happens when we accept those things. No, that's just us taking up space. And this is my own journey because I never used to accept compliments. I I would diminish my strengths. And in the past year or so, I'm like, I'm actually really incredible. And I'm going to own that because the more I, it really only matters that I think that. It only matters that you think that you're the shit. If you think those things, and again, this is a process, which we're going to talk about in a moment of how to get there. This is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. And so much of it is like the conditioning that we've had in society, our own conditioning, our parents, trauma, things like that. But if we don't believe that we are the best in our own way, in our own strengths, whatever that is, nobody's going to think it either. So the first step is really realizing and owning your power, owning your strength and showing up that way in the world. Somebody who owns themselves in all facets of themselves, good and bad, they own it. They play up their strengths. They accept their weaknesses. That is magnetic, magnetic. That is magnetism. That is when you start attracting things into your life when you show up in that way so that's my little tangent on that because that has a lot to do with like bodies and fat loss and like you know showing thinking you're sexy and owning that about yourself like that is super magnetic I will do a whole episode on magnetism eventually as you can see I'm really passionate about it Um, another thing about imposter syndrome you feel like you got lucky instead of actually preparing well and working hard So even though you worked hard, sometimes we're like, oh, it was just a fluke. Like they must have made a mistake. We have incredibly high standards. Again, like I said before, we avoid expressing confidence or feeling yourself because you think people will think you're full of yourself, which you might be. And it's not a bad thing as long as you are a kind human. And lastly, you just think you're not good enough, which again, we've gone over that that is just a regular human need. So points to go over here. It is normal. Imposter syndrome is normal. You are not alone if you feel it and there are ways to move out of it. So let's get into these eight tools. First thing, tell somebody, say it out loud. Do you have people in your life that you can say this to, that you can text and say, hey, I'm feeling like a piece of crap right now that I shouldn't be doing this thing and I need your support. Or even if you just text somebody and say that, it could be your mom, it could be a friend, it could be a business bestie, it could be your loved one, a significant other, somebody that you trust. Tell somebody what it is that you're feeling because they, or send me a DM. I'm serious. Send me a DM if you are feeling imposter syndrome and I will send you a voice note back and I will be your hype girl. I promise you that is not fake. (laughs) Send me a DM at Ashley K. Pardo on Instagram. Anytime you need a little bit of hype, I will send it to you. Tell somebody because the more that we just stay in our heads, the worse it is going to get. So 
the second thing, feelings are not facts. Feelings are not always true. This is hard for feeling people, right? Because our feelings feel so intense and it's like, oh my God, I'm feeling this thing and therefore it's true. It's not necessarily true. And also just because we might feel stupid or fraudulent doesn't mean we are. Our brains lie to us sometimes. This is why I say like, it's likely that this is never going to go away. It's likely that in some capacity, it's always going to be with us. So there's no really like overcoming imposter syndrome. There is acceptance of the imposter syndrome, learning how to remember who you are, because we forget, remember who you are, and then come back and act anyway. That is a truer synopsis around imposter syndrome. So feelings lie sometimes. You know, so we need to learn how to proceed despite these things and develop another voice. We're going to talk about that in a moment. Third thing, see how closely this ties to perfectionism. It's likely that you are a perfectionist. Allow things to be good enough. Do your best. Give it your all. Control your effort and then let go of the outcome. Do your best to, as Seth Godin says, who is one of my greatest like life business writing inspirations, He talks about shipping stuff, which is basically just like taking action, showing up, ship the thing, do the thing, do the stuff, like do the things that you need to do, allow it to be good enough, refine it later if you need to, but show up, show up, don't let your perfectionism hold you back. Again, perfectionism, self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, these are all like sisters together in some way, or cousins, I don't know, they're family members, they are connected, especially for people like us. So how can I show up despite these paralyzing thoughts? We just do it, we show up. This is when telling somebody can help a lot because they're gonna remember, they're gonna help you remember who you are. The fourth thing, create a different relationship with your failures and mistakes. Because of our perfectionism, and many of these steps are, many of these tools overlap. So many of us, because we are so perfectionistic, we think that we're never going to fail or we hope that we never fail. But in actuality, the more we fail, the closer we get at one being resilient, which is like get back, you know, fall down, get back up. We are going to fail. And by, if you have the calling in your heart that you are meant for more, that you are somebody who should have a business of their dream, should be doing, wants has a growth mindset once more for their life in any capacity. How can I create a different relationship with failure? So that I know that it doesn't, again, it doesn't mean that this is the difference between guilt and shame. This is Brene Brown. It's like guilt says that I did something bad. Shame says that I am bad. So this is all shame-based too. Another cousin in here too. Perfectionism has a lot to do with shame. We think that the only way we'll be worthy is if we are perfect We need to know that failure is like honing a knife, is like getting a little bit closer to who you're supposed to be. You are not supposed to be perfect. Your journey is not supposed to be smooth. It is not going to be smooth. It takes a long time to get where we want to go and it's going to take failure. And you being scared of failure is what is holding you back from taking action. So then what can we do is take action anyway. And then when failures happen, 
because they will. It doesn't matter if like you binged. It doesn't matter if like you put out a product and it sucked. It doesn't matter if like you got into a relationship and somebody hurt you. That is part of a lesson that you are going to learn and is going to make you stronger. You are going to see by showing up to the failure and being present to the process that that didn't kill you, that you didn't die from that thing. And then you're like, huh, I didn't die. Maybe I could do it again. This is even like failing a lift, like putting too much weight on a bar, not being able to do it, and then, you know, being like, all right, and then trying it again and doing it. Whoa, that is really, really, really powerful. Why did I say a Joey? Like Joey from Blossom, whoa. Um, So it's unrealistic to think that we're not going to fail. And this only really happens in retrospect. So it feels shitty in the moment. Take what you need to in that moment to uh, feel those things. But then you got to get back up. And you have to accept that failure is going to happen. And it doesn't mean that you are bad. It just means that you might have made a mistake might have mean might have meant that you just that it just didn't work this time but we show up anyway we continue to keep going can we in this process get an accountability buddy hire a coach get a certain training or something to be better but know that your failures are the best part of your journey if we learn from them Number five, we're halfway through. Take up space. You have a right to be here. You can ask for help. You can do anything you want. You can have the life you want, but it depends on your action. Use your voice, your full voice, your full opinion. How can you take up space and be loud throughout this process? This is my greatest lesson in life. Through perfectionism, I've talked a little bit about that how perfectionism just growing up in a way that was like if you're not perfect you're bad or like if things aren't perfect you're bad and that has honestly been in the last year something that I've begun to let go of and because of that I thought that I had to show up in a certain way of like this very elegant and refined person which I kind of am but I also have this other side of me that's like silly and fun and is not polished. My dad calls it a meatball, um, which is just like kind of disheveled. <laughs> not saying I'm disheveled, uh, but it's like meatball, which is like the opposite of elegant. I have a little bit of meatball in me. So how can we take up space by using our voice, by saying that we're the shit, by saying that we're amazing, by owning those things? Because by doing that, you start playing big versus playing small. Number six, continue educating yourself. Like never stop educating yourself. Never stop reading. Never stop learning. Never stop getting a certification. And again, you can get a coach. You can get a paid certification. You can read a book. You can go to the library and get a book. The more we learn, the more we educate ourselves, and also the more action we take, Again, action is sometimes, and most of the time, honestly, more valuable than education because we're in the trenches. We're doing the thing. We're learning lessons. We're failing. We're getting back up. We're being resilient. But how can I continue educating myself so when that imposter syndrome shows up, I'm like, you know what? I actually have like all these certs. I'm pretty freaking smart. um, And I know what I'm doing. But never stop learning. As long as you continue to learn, there's no room for you to think that you're not educated. And again, this can happen free. 
with Google, with YouTube, with shit that you take out from the library. I'm a big fan of Hoopla. If you have a library card, go to hoopladigital.com, put in your library card in there. There's tons of free audiobooks and ebooks on there. Also, Libby is another one that you can use. Never stop educating yourselves. I am obsessed with reading. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I am always posting things that I'm reading, things that I'm learning. I'm always on top of it because, and I, you know, have had many, many coaches over the years too, because I'm obsessed with serving my people at the highest capacity of learning about fat loss, learning about online business, learning about mindset, spirituality, all these things. So I can show up and be the best version for you. And we have to do the same, all of us, you know, level up by continuing to learn and also surrounding ourselves with people who are doing the same thing. That is really, really important because you're going to see that they feel it too. And if somebody can help you in that capacity, you can help them too. Nobody is immune (laughs) to these feelings and to imposter syndrome. Number seven, we're almost through these. Develop a new script. So accept that the voice is going to come up sometimes. Here we are. You're not good enough. You're not, uh, you're going to fail. You don't deserve to be here. You don't deserve to take up space. Okay, develop a relationship with that shitty voice in your head. Give it a name. What is the name of that person? Those things didn't come from you. Those beliefs did not come from you. You were born blank. Think about that for a moment. You were born blank, worthy of love. What are the chances that you were born? Like, it's like one in a million (laughs) that that sperm hit the egg and made you. Chances are small and you are here. You are listening to this right now. Think about that just for a moment. Given that, we are going to feel that shitty voice sometimes. So how can I develop a relationship with that voice where I don't allow it to hold me back, where I hear it? And instead of allowing me to bring me down, again, this is all about awareness. How can I be aware of it and then choose something else and then develop a new voice. How can we do this? It comes through taking action. It comes through listening to it and being like, you know what? Right now I have a choice. I have a choice between listening to this thing that gets in the way of where I want to go in my life and my goals, or I can just take a next step. What's like one thing that I can do? Is it just sitting at the computer? Is it writing an Instagram post? Is it sending a text message? Little by little, one thing in front of the other. Like Glennon Doyle says, the next right thing. Last step, because I've been talking a lot, but there's a lot to say. Track your wins. Keep a folder of screenshots from your clients, things that they've said about you, good results that you've gotten people, praise that you've gotten from other people, wins that you've had, presentations you've killed, anytime you showed up on IG stories, all the times you've owned your strengths. Write it down. Make it tangible. So that when you forget who you are, which we all do, you can go back into that and you can remember, you can have tangible things. As you begin to grow and as you continue to grow, this is never going to go away. And if you have the calling in your heart, it would be so sad to allow our thoughts to get in the way. Now, I'm not discounting real mental health stuff. You all know that I am a very anxious person. I go through depression sometimes, thankfully. Thank God I haven't gone through it in a long time. I do take Prozac, so that helps me manage it. But I also really, really take care of myself. I really take care of my diet. I 
move, I journal, I do all the things, but I do also take medication. So know that through that, those thoughts are real. So I'm not necessarily saying like mental health stuff, but imagine if our thoughts held us back forever. What would you miss out on? What type of life could you have had? What type of impact could you have had on people? How could you have had such a close relationship to the universe, to God, to source, whatever it is, where that source ran through you and gave the world your gifts? When I say source, I really just mean like inspiration, creativity, things that we hear. But it's also about faith. It's also about faith in showing up, faith in continuing to do the thing, even when you have that shitty voice. So I'm going to leave you with that. It's a lot of stuff that I gave you today. I hope this was really helpful. Let me know if this was helpful to you. Again, send me a DM. Let me know what else you want to see more of. Um, I'm actually going out of town this week. And I, I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about next week, but the interviews are going to be coming in about a month at most. I know I've said that a million times, but I've wanted to do these specific topics to kind of put them in the bank. But let me know what you thought. Let me know what else you want to see. Say hi to me. Uh, and I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I'm sending you a big hug, lots of love and encouragement to go do Thank you so much for listening to WISE. If you want to get in touch with me, or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley K. Pardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody that you love and leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes.